They march from Shittim until the banks of the Yarden. And they sleep on the, on the banks of the Yarden, obviously the night before they're planning to cross over the Yarden. We were going to see in a moment when exactly this was. It's just the soldiers that are going, not the whole nation. 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 At the end of three days, and the question is of three days from when, we'll see in a moment. So Yeshua sends, the Shoytrim literally means the gods, but it means the people who are giving instructions through the people. When's this three days from? We saw already before, at the beginning, end of the first parak, that Yeshua instructed the Shoytrim, and he told him to tell the people, Prepare yourselves to travel because in three more days we're going to cross the Yarden. So now, the, at the end of those three days, we're talking about the three days which had given them warning, given them notice that they're going to prepare to cross the Yarden River. Like we said, even though the Nach put the story of the spies in the middle, it's a question when exactly it happened. If the spies were sent before that and they came back in the middle or they were spent after that original instruction and they came back they met Yeshua when he was already preparing the invasion. The instruction of the Shoshim to the people now was, When you see the Aaron Kodesh, and the Kodim are carrying it, the numerous journey afterwards. This was something different to the norm. Throughout the Midbar, the ones that carried the Aaron Kodesh had always been the Levim. And now, it had been Tzivu uh, and the Kohenim, not the Levim, but the Kohenim, a Kohenim and Levim in order to carry the Aaron. Right. Why was it specifically the domain of the Kohenim now? So as we're going to see, because HaKadosh Baruch wanted to do a nace with Aaron Kodesh. We're going to talk about the significance of that nace. And in order for that to happen, he wanted the Kohenim to carry it. Who were the Kohenim? There hadn't been that many yet. It was the Lazar in somewhere, Pinchas, and uh, maybe any other sons they have, which had already been born at that stage. So the, they were the ones who would be, have the source of doing the nace of, the, of carrying the Arana Kodesh. I understand. 600,000 The Kohenim was a family of Aaron. Aaron, four sons, two had died. Aaron had died. So we have Elazar and his sons, whoever they will end up in, in the summer instance. Those are the coin. I said, Pinchas. Okay. No, first. They never got married. They weren't even married. Right. Okay. Now, there's an interesting discussion over here between the Mepharshim. And that is, we know that in the Midbar, 
the idea of the Aaron HaKodesh traveling ahead of the camp happened there also. But there's a disagreement between Rashi and, Ram, and the Ramban. Which Aaron HaKodesh are we talking about? In other words, Rashi explains on the Torah that really there was two Aaron HaKodeshes that were built. There was the one Aaron HaKodesh which was in the Mishkan. And there was a second Aaron, a second, so to speak, Ark to hold the Luchos when they came down from Harsinai and were broken. Before the, before the Mishkan was built and before the other Kalim were built. Rashi talks about the second Aaron Kodesh. And then the Pasuk which says in the Torah that the Aaron bris Hashem that the Aaron traveled ahead of the Machane, ahead of the Jewish camp, a three-day journey in advance, right, so to speak, to prepare the path for everyone to follow afterwards. So Rashi explains that was the, the second Aaron Kodesh. That was, so to speak, the Aaron Kodesh went ahead of the camp. And then the Aaron Kodesh, which was in the Mishkan, so they traveled, when the Mishkan traveled. The Pasuk says that the first Machane Yehuda traveled, and then afterwards Machane Ruben, and then after the, the Bnei Kahos used to disassemble the Mishkan and the Kalim, and they used to carry that, and afterwards came out the two Machanes. And therefore the, the Aaron Kodesh, which was, so to speak, the, the vanguard that went ahead, was the Aaron Kodesh, which was holding the broken Luchus, which was a second Aaron Kodesh. The Ramban Anatara argues with this, the Ramban holds it was only one Aaron Kodesh, but when they, sometimes they would travel with Aaron Kodesh ahead of the Machina, it was there to flatten the mountains or to prepare the path for Klai Yisrael, whatever the case may be. Because he has to explain that uh, the one, on the one hand, the Pasuk says that the Aaron traveled ahead of them, and sometimes it says that uh, Bnei Kos came and uh, disassembled the Mishkan and took the Kalim only after the first two Machas had already gone. Where was the Mishkan? In the was in the, in the Mishkan. But with the, uh, now, the, the Gemara says that the Luchas and the Shivra Luchas, which means the broken Luchas, were also in the Aaron. Right? And uh, is that the same Aaron? Or Rashi's explanation that it was a different Aaron. They built, uh, when, when Moshe brought the Luchas down from Harsin, he needed someone to put them. So even before the instruction to build the Mishkan and build the Aaron Kodesh, which is discussed later, there was a second Aaron Kodesh also. Now, the question is, when we come to the Pasuk over here, we're talking about the Aron HaKodesh, which was carried by the Kronim. So the understanding is this was Aron HaKodesh, which was Aron HaKodesh, which was the, the one which was always in the Mishkan, even according to Rashi. And that explains the next Pasuk. And he says, Even though you meant to follow the Aron HaKodesh when it travels, don't get too close to it. Leave a certain amount of space, 2,000 Amos. In between Aaron Kodesh and the Jews who are approaching, who are following after it, I'll take provide of. Right, that's the instruction not to get too close to Aaron Kodesh, like we saw always. That there's a certain concept of Machin Shchino, the place around Aaron Kodesh, which uh, is of a high level of kedusha. But the point you want to explain is the next part of the pasuk: the man That way you should know the route you're going to go. Because you haven't traveled this route. From before, and previously, tomorrow literally means yesterday and two days ago. And as you haven't gone the street before, and that's why the Aaron Kodesh is going ahead of you, follow afterwards. And the Malbim explains very beautifully now, according to Rashi, that normally there was a second Aaron Kodesh, which had done a three-day journey ahead of everybody else. And if that's the case, they already knew the path to go, because the path had already been set out for them by the original Aaron Kodesh, which had made that, so to speak, that journey. So they followed along the path of the... Three days ahead. So therefore, when the Kaisal traveled, they already have the demarcated route. They were following the path that the Aaron had taken ahead of them. But here it's not really... Masha, and can over here, that's exactly what the Pasuk 
Because there wasn't the previous vanguard, so to speak, which had gone three days ahead, and therefore Yeshua is instructing them where you're going to go. Follow the Aaron Kodesh right now because you don't have a route already laid out for you. And therefore now he's setting so to speak, a, new, a new route which they're going to go to follow the Aaron Kodesh. And that's why there's a special instruction here to follow behind the Aaron so that they don't know where they're going. Right. It's an interesting thing that the Mephoshim understand over here that this idea of leaving 2,000 Amos between the Aaron Kodesh and the people following the Aaron Kodesh uh, wasn't just for this journey. Rashi understands over here that this was a, a, a instruction also for the continuation of the conquest in Eretz There was always 2,000 Amma space between the Aaron Kodesh and where the Jewish people were. And the reason for that, he says, is because 2,000 Amas is, is the length, the distance of the Tchum Shabbos. And therefore, the reason of leaving 2,000 Amas is that that way they would be able to come to Daven by the Arna Kodesh on Shabbos. Leaving more of a space in that would mean, as he says over here, would mean they wouldn't be able to come and Daven on Shabbos. And uh, therefore, this, uh, the idea was there would be a space, but not too big, they wouldn't be able to get there on Shabbos. Sounds like it would be just outside the If the Arna is 2,000 Amas, we can get right up to it. Once is a machine, then everyone in the machine is in one place. It's like a city. Ah, it's 2,000 from the machine. From the machine. The whole machine is one place. Now, this is a bit, even though Rashi brings this from the Tanchum, but this is a very big Kiddush because if anyone's not Arabic, like most of us have, we'll know that the idea of 2,000 Amos is a Takon of Rabbanu. With the rice, a person is a much bigger Tchum than that. He has three or four mil, or whatever it's going to be. And therefore, even though it's true that the 2,000 Amos was the sheer Rabbanu gave, that Rabban hadn't yet made a Takana at that time. Mm-hmm. And therefore to say that the reason for that was that it was in order to daven on Shabbos is a big Kiddush. Unless, we understand, that was considered a, a significant amount of space. And when Rabban made the Takana, they muddled it over after the, we see that there is such a distance in the Torah, which is considered a significant distance. I'm not, not I'm following. Let's say the Chumash would have said... Yeah. That's necessary. 2,000 hours is, is that... Is that... Now, as we're going to see, 